Welcome to the original Home Economist podcast. I'm Liz Trigg and I'm here with my mum Val talking about the changing face of entertaining over the past five to six decades. We're chatting about life in Spain in the 1960s, the drift from formal to casual in dining style, fashions in food and so much more. Stay tuned, you're going to love it. So mum, you've been entertaining for 60 years yes. now. And things have changed enormously yes. in that time, haven't they? They have. Because I always kept um, uh, books of what I gave to people and who was there at a, a dinner party. Okay. So I've got three of those books of menus and um, dinner parties. Yeah. And I also have um, our um, visitors' books. Right. So that looking at them both is, is lovely. It's down memory lane. Yeah. But when I look at some of the things that we used to give, they, they were yeah. very simple and they were very formal in many ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So when you first married, for example, mm. in Beechwood Terrace yes. in Sunderland, yes. um, did you entertain at home? Yes, we did, yes. Um, and, I mean, there was just Dennis and I, so it was easy, you know. No children, uh, you mean, Mum? No children. Now I, I was working, so it had to be easy. Yeah. Um, and my um, my favourite um, dish, Elizabeth, okay. was very exotic then. What was, was it? Halibut a la Portuguese. Oh, my dear. What Which was, was that? <laughs> halibut with, uh, um, done in, in a casserole with um, onions and potato and mush... Uh, no, tomato and mushrooms on top um, and, you know, um, spice, uh, not spices, but salt and pepper and that sort of thing is savoury. And you thickened the the juice. We had tomato juice thickened with corn flour. And that was very exotic in those days. I mean, I got as um, an engagement present a garlic presser. Now, that was absolutely unique (laughs) in the family. Um, And it was because it was the time of Elizabeth David. Um, ah. coming in with um, continental cooking. And so I was ah. given a garlic press, so I felt, you know, very that posh. was very posh. Yeah. Now, Mum, just talking about that time yes. in Elizabeth David, yes. Jane Grigson was someone that you knew, yes. wasn't she? Yes, she, well, so, yes, sort of half knew, yes. Yeah. Um, um, and I'd been in her company with other people. Um, but she she was very good, innovative and um, interesting with her food as well. Her two books, for me, are absolutely the be- the basis of everything, everything, everything yes. that I do. I, I always go back to those. I do too. Her vegetable book. Yes, yes. And also her fruit book. Yes. So... The, for the, those, the information for yes. each of those, each of those fruit or veg, yes. were really inventive. Weren't yes, they, they were was, inventive. Even when I was growing up and yes. doing home in economics and cooking at school, they were just absolutely yeah. um, amazing, brilliant. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But she was a son. She lived in Sunderland. Sunderland. Didn't she? Yes, she yeah, did. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, what did you serve with your old halibut Portuguese? Well, man? I think it would probably be, probably be. Um, um, baked potatoes or or mash, probably something very boring. You know, when it perhaps should have been rice, but yeah. you know we weren't into rice then. No, I mean you, the word things weren't available. No, you know, no. Um, and also, you were you were teaching home economics at the time as well, weren't yes, you? So yes. you probably didn't want to do too much cooking. No, or did well, you like no. it? I, I enjoyed the cooking, but it just it was there were there was less variety of foods available. Yeah, um, less exotic fruits. Yeah. And vegetables. Yeah. Um, less spices. 
there were herbs, obviously, but um, there were fewer things available in the shops then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So things changed a bit when you had to entertain in, in, in northern Spain when you and Dad moved there. Yes, yes. Well, then it was something very exciting and new. And I remember everybody had maids in those days. Right. And our maid used to cook. And she cooked tomatoes and fried onions together with garlic. And that made a lovely sauce and you could put lots of things with it. Well, that was an eye-opener for me. Absolutely. Um, And she often used to do... um, would help out with the cooking, which was very nice. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned olive oil a bit more as well. That yes. was something that we'd you never started... cooked with olive oil. Yeah. No. Yeah. Olive oil was used in our house. Um, it, you put it in your ears if you had yeah, a no, earache exactly. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. And, and also, um, a favorite of ours is a Spanish omelette with a potato course. and onions. Yeah. And, and Lucinda could make those beautifully and she taught me how to do that. Yeah. And you still make them now? Still don't make you? them now. I love yes. a good Spanish yes. omelette. Yes. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Um, and also, um, there wasn't a lot of meat, red meat. Um, there were lots of chicken and fish, but red meat was difficult to get. Yeah. Um, in the um, in in the styles and in the cuts that we knew. Yeah, bacon was something you missed, wasn't it? Yes, we couldn't get bacon, and so um, we could get um, jamón serrano. Yeah. Uh, so I used to fry that and <laughs> make it, you know, with eggs, <laughs> make bacon. <laughs> Remember, you're British. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, you couldn't get you couldn't get beans. Um, you couldn't get we, you could get cornflakes, right? Um, but there were very few foods that I was used to that we could buy. Yeah, yeah. But of course, the, the beans thing. My favourite dish of ever. Oh fabada. yes, fabada. Oh, I love that. It's very like um, the the cassoulet that they yes, do in France, yes, isn't that, it? That's very lovely. similar. Yes, these, um, yes. Used to do um, fabada and arroz con leche. Yeah, um, which is right a nice rice pudding cooked a long time. That yeah. was lovely. And that has nutmeg and cinnamon in yes, kind of, does yes, it? Is that yes. right? And lemon. And lemon, lemon in yes, as well, yeah. yeah. No, because I remember doing quite a few features on um, Spanish food. Yes, um, the stuffed onion, Elizabeth, Mom, you did. the stuffed onion, the festival of the stuffed, stuffed onions, onions. Yes. My dissertation at university, yes. I know, it was famous. Yes. Famous yes. across still, the whole of Cardiff. But you, um, you went to Spain to... It, Check it up and visited factories. Yeah, no, I'd forgotten that. Yes. It was kind of looking at the, I think it was looking at the development of the dairy industry, yes. wasn't it, mm. in, in, in Asturias. Yes. And I remember Finine and I going to farms mm-hmm. um, to sort of talk to these dairy farmers and I couldn't believe it that she would have a brandy in the morning with her coffee. Yes, You know, yes. we'd be there about seven, eight o'clock. Yes, yes. Um, but I guess that was, it was normal. Yes, yes. Well, um, in, in talking about um, things that they had... Um, Churros was something we came up against when we went to Barcelona, especially. Yeah. And that was great. So was that not in Gijón? Is it, well, was it different when in Barcelona? Yes, yes. But one of the other things in Gijón where we first were, were um, uh, we used to have sort of um, scotch pancakes. They were made. Right. Uh, and with cream and maple syrup. That right. was a great treat. Really? Yes. You wouldn't have thought that that was something that you would find in Northern no, Spain. No, but it, it was... Um, and the thing was, we we learned in Spain, we learned to eat out ah, more than right. we would have done at home because of the weather. Um, but of course, it was always much later, yeah, um, than than we would have at home. Yes, yes. no, exactly. Yes, yeah. But then, and then coming home again, um, we had uh, we still entertained. Yeah. Um, uh, and. Um, but it was more formal entertaining yeah. then, wasn't it? Yeah, no, exactly. Our, and I mean, just moving on to when we were teenagers, mm. 
you know, the form, the, the kind of entertaining we yes, did. Yes. Um, I mean, we were dressed up as if, it, you know, it was a ball. Yes, exactly. You know? yes. And, and we got the silver out. Yes, and the and flowers on the table, the cloth yeah, on. Absolutely. Very formal in a way. Yeah. Um, and we were trying to be little grown-ups, I think. Yes, yes. Um, and I remember doing lots of really different dishes. Um, and was it Nana's, the beetroot jelly? Yes, that was I'll one I'll never first. forget the boys always la- laughed about the beetroot jelly. Yes, kind yes. of didn't understand what May, that was well, all about. Well, you did it with probably raspberry jelly and vinegar yeah. and cooked beetroot, chopped That's up. right, chopped up beetroot. And there was another one you could do um, in orange uh, with grated raw carrot in it as well and lemon. Oh, okay. There was lemon jelly in the carrot, yes. I don't remember that one. <laughs> yes, that was, an, that was another one. Was that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it was all very formal and yes. we sat up straight and it was, you know, yes. we had the crystal glasses out. Yes, and, yeah. and you had it in the dining room. I was going to mention that, yeah. yeah. Whereas now people are in the kitchen, it's much more informal, it's yeah. more spontaneous, impromptu. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you've got the, the cooking things around you, whereas, I mean, we, you know, you didn't do that. Well, you, I remember shutting the door in the kitchen so yes. nobody could see what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> and do you remember we had glass, kind of glass panels? Yes, yes. But it was frosted, so yes. you, you shut the door so that yes. nobody could see any of the mess. Yes, exactly. Because I also remember, Mum, when you first got a split-level oven. Yes, oh yes, that was, that very, was very advanced, wasn't yes. it? It felt very modern. Yes. Um, and, of course, we didn't have dishwashers either. Ah. No, we were the dishwashers, Mum, when yes, you had dinner parties, right, if I remember. yes. yes. Um, we always used to do the. We, yes. we used to be waiting as well to see that you might have a bit of some of the so, dessert left, <laughs> left, so that we could eat the morsels. And that reminds me of caramel oranges, Mum. Oh yes, that was, that a, was a favourite. That was a real. Was that seventies or eighties? I think that would be seventies. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was quite modern. Yeah, but it was it was delicious. Yes. And did you do it with a sort of um, a cream that had alcohol in it? There was sherry in with the oranges, which you covered with caramel, but you right. put a little bit of sherry in with the sliced oranges. Yes. Oh, right. So there was a bit. I remember there was a yes. bit of alcohol, which I also thought was a bit... Brit, yes. Bit, bit that, well, not what we were supposed to be having. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing was the way of garnishing. I mean... Uh, in the uh, 50s and 60s, you, you garnished everything with glacé cherries and angelica. Oh, you know, gorgeous. Um, but what now, when, I say, when I say garnish, I mean decorate. Decorate. Decorate sweet things, garnish savoury things. Yeah. Um, and it was all that. Well, and the other thing was um, kiwi fruit came in. Oh, golly. Um, and they were used, bought as a, as a dec- decoration. Yeah. And, you and didn't eat them, did you? Didn't you didn't no, eat them. Because they were expensive. Right. And, and then eventually now they're just, you know, everybody has um, kiwi fruit. Yeah, no. Because I remember the difference when um, I left university and went and worked in magazines. The ingredients you could get in London were just, yes, you know, amazing. things that I'd never seen before. Yes. And also being able to get them out of season. Yes. You know, I remember that um, that guy um, that's on the, the MasterChef, Greg Wallace. Yes. He was our fruit and veg man at Covent Garden. And I remember asking him to get... Um, uh, cherry moya, yes, custard apples, and also quince, yes, out of season because we needed to get them, yes, because we were always doing Christmas things for quince, Fruits, for example, yes. in July, yes. Um, but I used to then entertain quite a lot, yes. You know, I, when I think about it, I was cooking all day, yes. Um, at least um, good food, yes. The party catering company, and then I would come home and I would do dinner parties, yes. and I'd, ha- I'd have loads of people around. Yes, yes. I was run ragged. Yes, um, <laughs> but enjoyable. No, absolutely. And I remember once 
um, that I decided that I was going to have people around, you know, and everybody thought they were going to get some gourmet thing and I just ordered an Indian. It was the best ever. Yes. But well, they didn't expect it from me. No, but then again, that was a new, that's a new thing. Yeah. Um, Indian cookery, um, Chinese cookery, you yeah. know, and um, uh, uh, that you can get takeaways, which would... Weren't available in, in, in my when I was first married. No, um, there was not. There weren't the ready-made meals that no. that we have now. No, exactly. Um, very different, really. Yeah. And now, I mean, the the number of um, Chinese ingredients you can get, Japanese, absolutely, any, Italian. Yeah, and in fact, didn't Dad in the was it the sixties that Dad went to um, Tokyo? Yes, yes. And um, because I found. Um, that he brought by a cookery book from, for you from there, Mum. Yes, yes. Did you use any of those I recipes? don't think I did, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't think Dad was very keen on any of that stuff, no. was he? Um, but I also remember um, entertaining um, all those people when I did my chalet season. Yes. Um, and I, again, I was using different different ingredients because I was in Switzerland. Yes. And we couldn't get, we actually couldn't get much of a variety of, no. of, of ingredients. No, because were you isolated? Well, we were in Zermatt and mm-hmm. there was no cars mm-hmm. um, and the, all the deliveries came up on the train so that it was really expensive to, yes. to bring everything up. Yes. Um, but um, when I think about it, I used to do four courses a night for all of the people in the yes. chalets and then you had to cook. You also had to make sure they had afternoon tea as well. Yes, yeah. It was pretty full on. Yes. I mean, afternoon tea's become a p- very popular now, hasn't it? As, as an entertaining. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, but the other thing is, of course, now um, you can get takeaway things. Yeah. Or you can have a complete meal brought, can't yes. you? Or you yeah. can have the ingredients for a complete meal. Yeah. So it, it, it makes it very much easier. Yeah. Uh, uh, more expensive. Yeah. Um but because people are working longer hours, um, you know, it, it, it helps. Yeah. Yes. And so now, Mum, you still entertain quite a lot. But um, but now, because I'm living in a small flat, it's um, uh, things like Saturday soup and a pudding. Right. Okay. Much easier. Yeah. Or gin and tonic and um, and nibbles and, yeah. and, and tapas. Yeah. Uh, it's much easier. Yeah. And and it's just as enjoyable. You have the point about entertaining is that you've got a group of people that you like and you enjoy having them with you and chatting. Exactly. And yeah. that's all part of it, isn't it? Is, it is, yes. And in fact, that's what we were saying the other day, that actually sometimes the the entertaining that, that you attend yes. is more of an experience. Yes. So, you know, you were saying about the um, food and wine matching um, oh, session that you had yes. with Anna and Melvin. Yes, yes. You, what was, how did that... Well, we, we had, it was a, a wine tasting, and so we had six wines, three red, three white, and with after each, tasting each wine, we had a suitable um, tapa. Right. Uh, and, and it so was... So a nibble. A nibble. Yeah. And, um, and, and people didn't know what was going to come. No. And it was passed around, and it worked very well. Yeah. Because they were appropriate... For the wine, yeah, but it was a surprise. You didn't know what no, was what's coming, coming as well, yes, which yes. is quite nice and as well. We enjoyed it? fiddling about and making yeah. those sort of um, yeah. tapas and making them look nice. And, yeah, no, exactly, yes, it's great. Yes. Well, and 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 I kind of the entertaining that I do now is also very relaxed. Yes, I would very much be in the kitchen. You yeah. know, not none of this formal going into a, a dining room no. or trying to trying to do as many complicated dishes as one. I would do the most simple things. Yes, yes. And and, and have the sharing plate rather than yes. rather than that whole thing we used to put it on a plate, plate and make it look nice or just maybe have one or two things that you serve yes, yourself. Yes, yes. This kind of sharing, just putting a big mm. 
dish in the middle. Yeah, and the other thing is um, houses are now built with a, a big dining kitchen, really. So yeah. that that's how entertaining has changed. Yeah. yeah. So, Mom, we've talked about so many things today. You know, in summary, what would your top three tips be? Well, um, I think one, particularly now that we're all drinking wine with our meals, is making sure that the wine fits in with the meal and and the ingredients you're using, uh, because that makes a big difference. Absolutely. Yes, the flavour and everything. Yeah. Um, Another one, a simple one, is um, afternoon teas are very popular. Buy crustless bread. It's easy. easy. And easy. it all looks nice. Um, I used to spend hours cutting those crusts off, off when I worked with the Orange Express. I'm sure you did. Um, and the other one is if you're adding, for instance, a fish pie, um, you've got a sauce and you're adding um, uh, mashed potato to it, always do it round the edge first and yeah. then in the middle. Otherwise, you get the sauce going over the edges of the dish. Yeah. And you do a similar thing when you're adding meringue to, say, um, a an apricot meringue pudding. Yeah. You put the meringue round the edge first and then into the centre and then your fruit doesn't go over the top. Great. I think they, I think they're quite important. What about you? So I think the atmosphere when you're going somewhere or you're you're entertaining yes, people is yeah. really important. So the music fits the actual atmosphere. Yes. So it's kind of uh, it's really really important. Yes. Secondly, I think presentation. Yes. You know, we all eat with our eyes. Yes. And I think you need to make sure that the food looks absolutely beautiful yes. to encourage people to uh, eat it. Yes, of course. And then finally, allergies have become such a big part of um, uh, of of what eating out now yes. and entertaining that we need we really need to ask people what allergies they have so that we can make sure that they'll be safe yes from our yes health yeah that's true yes especially nuts mm-hmm. yeah yeah thanks for joining us on this episode of the podcast make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts we'll be back soon with another episode of tips and tricks from home economists Thank you.